0: Welcome, everyone. This is Marie Waite, and we are here at our Zoom talk, and uh, I'm really excited about this this talk because I am bringing you to Sean Stone, who is an actor, uh, and I want to learn more about him, so this is actually perfect. So, Sean, welcome to our show.
1: Thank you, Marie. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah, so, Sean, it looks like you are in some uh, very peaceful location. Where are you now?
1: Uh, yeah, we're outside of uh, Ojai, you know, in uh, California, Southern California, but just not wanting to be in L.A. Um, right now with the lockdown taking place, it's sort of stifling, I find. Uh, at least out here, we have trails and uh, parks are open and, you know, we can uh, be in nature and not have to feel like we're quarantined.
0: Okay, it's beautiful out there, though.
1: Yeah. That is really nice. Yeah.
0: Anyway, you and I met at the uh, Golden Gala in uh, Los Angeles. And that was really, <laughs> that was a, more of an accident because you were behind me and I started talking to you.
1: <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fun night. It was on Oscar night. Demi Moore was talking and I loved uh, her speech, actually. I was really impressed. I didn't realize that she was sort of spiritually in- attuned to that way um, to such a degree. You know, she was very present. And she was really drawing upon this principle that is uh, sort of common parlance in the spiritual community, but yeah. people have to come to understand it more and more, more in all walks of life. Which is what you know, showing up for the moment, being being present to the moment, to the experience, and not just being fixated as we have been through our history as a you know a, in material culture, being fixated on the end result and the product, right? And so she had this great talk where she was like. You know, it's not just about, yeah, great. You know, I made this movie. I achieved that. She's like, what about the process? What about Just showing up and being in the moment and the experience, the emotions that are involved with, you know, with all, with everything that goes into this moment and moment of our experience in our existence, not just in the end product, which we're looking to achieve and then, you know, and then basically what we can hold up as an achievement, but, those achievements don't make a life, it's everything in between. So I liked, I liked her talk and it resonated with a lot of the things that I've come to um, realize in my own consciousness more and more over the years.
0: Yeah, I, I also enjoyed it. Uh, she was really very elegant and she spoke well uh, at that event. But at the same time, you also informed me that you are an actor and I wanted to learn more about that. Um, how did it start for you and how long have you been in the acting industry?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, I never really considered myself an actor per se. It's more like, you know, I have acted as a, as an opportunity of self-expression. I think that in life, um, I feel more and more that, you know, we as humans find different, different ways of expressing ourselves. You know, if, if we have the the opportunity, um, it might, you know, come in a film or a TV show or, you know, on a stage. In my case, I was, uh, you know, a kid, playing in movies like uh, JFK and The Doors, um, Natural Born Killers. And then uh, later, you know, I guess later in my 20s, uh, I, I was in my film called Greystone Park, um, okay. which was based on my experiences in the haunted mental hospitals. Um, and I also played in um, uh, films, the, the film Savages in a small scene. And then I did a, uh, a couple of the films that I was playing more prominent roles in the the last one that came out is called The Fury of the Fist. and "The Golden Yes. Fist, which is a martial arts comedy with a great cast. And it was a lot of fun to shoot that.
0: Yeah, I, I saw a little bit of it. Uh, and it, it looks so much fun, you know, just watching some of it, uh, short clips of it. So what was that? Uh, what was the entire experience for that? I know it was fun, but uh, did you learn a lot from it? Or what was the what was favorite part of, of that movie?
1: sure sure i mean it's it was a you know it was fun to play an 80s uh action hero right that was my role and it's a total 80s uh send-up movie right where it like we had a great cast of guys like uh, michael dudikoff and denny treo and don the dragon wilson and uh every day it was like a different uh iconic actor showing up on set uh, time from the last dragon so really um uh, great crew great crew and cast to work with and for me it was just so much fun because uh the film was completely ridiculous and over the top but uh, i got to go- deliver these one-liners and you know do my own stunts um so i really enjoyed that experience as, as a whole and then you know we re- we've released it now And I wish more people knew about it because there's, I know know there's a huge audience of martial guys who like martial arts. They like, the 80s. they like, you know, that kind of uh, absurd comedy, kind of like Napoleon dynamite or uh, Kung Fu hustle, right? Like movies like that. That's the style uh, of this movie, the fury of the fist. So um, overall, you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's capturing. And he said, every time you go through a project and you work on a film, it's a moment in time of a lot of energy and, You know, like you get very close and you're working intensively for months and then all of a sudden it just disbands and it just lives on as a a two hour experience that people can watch on their, uh, on their phone or their computer i mean it's sort of interesting how you know we condense so much energy like an almost like an ato- like an atomic bomb or something you put so much energy into something <laughs> it's <they're> actually <laughs> the reverse of atomic bomb you're pulling it back inside taking all the energy and putting it back and they, it ends up as just a little atom a little movie that you know you can hold in your hand at the end of the day
0: so do you see yourself more uh on those kind of characters in the movies
1: uh, how do you mean? I, I don't understand. Uh,
0: more of those comedy, fun uh, characters.
1: Um, you know, to me, it's you know when when acting, it's more like what are the what are the characters that interest uh, me as a person? I guess that's what it boils down to. So I don't really act. You know, like on a, as a profession, I don't see myself as an actor. But I think that I take the the roles that come my way that feel like they're resonant with. Uh, my interests and it's it's difficult to say anything in specific because um i've done you know i've played in uh, i've never done really a rom-com but i've definitely played in some dramatic roles in films and uh i enjoyed those as well um yeah it's it's, i don't think i don't think that it's it's again it's not about putting yourself into one box it's just about expressing
0: whatever is presented to you
1: no no not whatever is presented but just saying that Expressing the self through different mediums, right? Different means I see. of expressing the self as long as it feels resonant with my soul.
0: I see. Uh, so how many years have you been in the acting industry? I mean, I'm just,
1: I'm well, thinking it's, not, it's probably. Again, I mean, I don't consider myself in the industry, but I guess I started when I, when I was like, you know, I was in a film when I was two years old. So, oh, okay,
0: wow. Okay. You know, okay, so it's really I've been around for much... a long time. Okay, I see. Now, um, do you have any goals uh, being in, in that industry? I mean, I know that it's not so much of what you're, you know, it's like you're, you're doing other things too, as, as far as I can see. Um, is that your focus or are there are other things that you would like to do?
1: Um, you know, I work towards the things that in, I enjoy in life. Okay. So, um, you know, whether it's uh, doing morning meditations you know which which i offer like on patreon um just you know giving people a little guided meditation opportunity because i i have a spiritual practice that i work on every day and i think it's important to offer that to others that are interested in it okay. uh, whether it's doing things like this or uh hosting you know i've hosted shows over the years um, buzzsaw was a show that went on the youtube and then to gaia um watching the Hawks, which was on RT internationally for uh, five years. And so, I mean, I've hosted and done a lot of, you know, presentational work like this. Okay. Uh, But, you know, my passion is more in the, again, it's it's self-expression, I guess, in the form of writing, uh, producing, directing, uh, storytelling. This is definitely where a lot of my energy goes. Um, You know, writing scripts, writing. I just put out a book, um, an audible book called Desiderata by Ali It's on uh, Audible on Amazon, and uh, you can get it there, or you know, just you can. I'm sure find it through other venues, but it's a a Audible uh, narration of a cosmic fairy tale, and it's basically a love story about you know two people that are uh, beings. Let's say they're they're in a different realm, and the Mm -hmm. beginning of the story, they're sort of a an Eden kind of realm, right, a heavenly realm, and they fall into the earth realm, and they lose each other. So for many lifetimes, for you Know the journey to rediscover love and the different forms of that love takes, and this odyssey of what it is to be human. So wow. it's a very powerful story. It's a bit like, uh, I would say, almost like the alchemist or uh, the prophet um, that kind of story that is it touches the soul and it speaks really more to the soul um, than it does traditional than anything else. It's not like a traditional book in that way. Uh, but that was a lot of fun to write and to release this year. So okay. Yeah. I mean, my goals, I guess I just, I set my, my goals very much project to project. Um, And, you know, it's like whether it's writing a script and then the script, you know, when I complete it, working on getting it made and that process can take many years. (laughs) And then in the meantime, you know, I put my energy into the next creative venture, whether it's, uh, you know, hosting another podcast or acting in a film or, um, you know, I don't know. Okay. Just writing a book.
0: Well, <laughs> I did mention to you that my um, my family were experts in karate, right? Remember that?
1: Yeah, that's why I mentioned yeah. the list. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, uh, it, really interesting because I just had a meeting with uh, a couple of people where uh, one is really really interested in my uh, family legacy. And um, he is willing to invest on me uh, putting together a movie about my family in karate. So now we're talking, you were talking about writing Mm -hmm. and I, I do have a storyboard, but I I don't have a script writer that would really, truly put that all together for me. So it's interesting that you're talking to me about this and you did a karate movie (laughs)
1: <laughs> it was like <laughs> well I, I wouldn't call the fear the fear of the fist a karate movie. it really is uh i don't know there might be some karate moves in it, but for the most part it's like it's a complete uh you know comedy as far as you know the nature of the action I mean, we do things like I do a cartwheel kick on somebody right, right where you do like uh you know a there's some martial and,
0: arts in it. and uh,
1: okay. you know putting people through tables and stuff like that It was really <laughs> really tough. um not traditional classic. Uh, yeah. karate in any sense, but I've always appreciated the art form. I think that um, it's important to be in touch with our physical body, right? In life, we, uh, I certainly, you know, try to work out every day. And I think the practice and the discipline, the martial arts has always been very impressive to me, even though I never got into any one discipline in one form. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that that practice, that ability to be aware of your body and in tune with it, it also translates into your spiritual life. It translates into your mind, you know how you uh, can sort of how, to say, how how thorough and how precise your mind and mind becomes, how focused you can become. These are all expressions of our body mind soul connection, right? Okay. Connection concept that's so important, and sometimes people lose it nowadays because we're in a very mental world they say it's very left brain, right? The idea of how uh, our, our brain is working and how we think and how we structure things. It's more logical. And it, and the nature of like the martial arts disciplines and the uh, a lot of the physical arts is to get us out of that left brain and more into the right brain, the intuition, um, the ability to be in tune with, you know, with our, uh, I think I would say our soul, you know, at a deeper level than, than just... Um, you know the physical form, it's like there's an energy that runs through us that we are, and how can we channel that and harness that, as they say in the East, like the chi right to bring that chi into our being? And that's the power that can uh, break bricks right and cut through boards, yeah. and things like this. It's connected to that chi, which is uh, much more true to who we really are than this uh, slab of flesh.
0: Okay, I see, and I, I can totally relate to that because my dad taught me karate too. Mm. Um, we were, I remember the time where. I was in front of all these military um the military uh men, and I was performing in front of them uh and it was really an incredible experience for me because you know to know that I was the only woman there and I was in front of all of them and performing karate it was very um how do you call that you make make yourself feel valuable and confident yes yeah
1: that's that's, that's impressive i mean it's certainly um you can't have stage fright in that moment, right? That's, that's yes. a true performance. Uh, that's pretty cool. So you're, are you a black belt?
0: No, my dad never gave me a belt. Okay. Uh, no, but he taught me the techniques. He uh, gave me some of the secrets of karate. I do have uh, the entire book of my grandfather because he was the uh, founder of karate in the Philippines. So I have the entire book from the first kata all the way down to the last part of you know, the karate. So, so part of what I'm trying to do is to create this movie, which is now I have someone who's really eager on investing on it. And then uh, he also knows that I have a book that I want to uh, republish. It was my grandfather's book and I'm, I want to republish it along with the movie. I think that would be awesome. That's cool. Fulfill. Yeah.
1: And speaking of the Philippines, do you know the, the martial art called uh, Kali Eskrima, Like the stick fighting?
0: Uh, no, I'm not aware of it.
1: Yeah, it's 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 from well, the the origins are obscure. I mean, I'm sure it comes from many places, but the lineage to the Philippines called Kali is okay. uh, is pretty cool. I, I I like that style.
0: Yeah, my, my dad was uh Shorin Yu is the name of the karate. And uh my dad actually was known more on the judo side of it. Uh, mm-hmm. my mom was also the first female black belter. In the Philippines, so that's how they all met. Uh, <laughs> and then my grand, my uncle, and my father became very famous because they made a lot of karate movies uh, yeah. in the 70s. So that's how it became very well known in the Philippines.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, so
0: it's pretty cool. Those
1: those films were the inspiration for the the Fury of the Fist. You know, the martial arts comedy uh, yeah. that we made. It was very much inspired from those 70s and 80s. Uh, you know, sort of low budget action movies, but you know they were yes. done with a lot of heart and a lot of, but they're also very funny oftentimes because you can see that they don't have a big production value and so uh you know I think there's we wanted to pay homage to all those that that style of filmmaking
0: yeah it, it is it is pretty cool because my uncle was the only one who was climbing the wall and doing his sidekick and then fighting about a hundred men, and he was the only standing
1: yeah exactly <laughs> it's, completely ridiculous. it's completely ridiculous. But it's just wonderful, it's so wonderful to see it
0: anyway. Well, um, I am uh, what I would like to ask you, Sean, is with your meditation um techniques and you know anything that you uh you're honed into, how I mean, what what can you share to people that are having all kinds of struggles right now because of the situation?
1: Of course, of course, there's you know the way I've ph- phrased it before. It's a little, um, it's a little difficult sometimes when we're engaged in the moment of you know losing our jobs or our livelihoods or seeing um, stock markets plummet and seeing our our assets you know lose value. But what I say is that at the end of the day, the system as it was was a slavery system. It had us all enslaved, debt slaves, really, because it was a pyramid of power where the money goes more and more to the top, right? Overall, for years, we saw this. Fewer and fewer corporations having more and more wealth, right? Uh, yeah. The smaller businesses, the medium, medium, middle class was shrinking. The, the mom and pop businesses, they are competing for less and less. And the major corporations were making more and more profit. And everyone basically in this world was just living as a... Uh, small, you know, they say the 1% or whatever, that small percentage that has more and more wealth. And by the way, they've made a fortune. I've heard the billionaires have made more money in this last few months than they did since 1980 because of uh, the profit from this collapsing uh, stock market and all that. So the idea of the overall system is very, uh, we were all living basically as slaves saying thank you to the corporations. Thank you to the top for every little dollar, every little thing that you know that came down to us, trickle down from the top to the bottom and that was a form of slavery because you know not just in the same sense of debt but in the mental landscape that uh we were all beholden to a system of economy and i think this moment as the whole thing has stopped in a sense the the global economy has stopped i mean not to say that it that it's completely you know obviously people are still transacting but that modality i think people are realizing they have to shift out of that modality they have to shift into a new way of doing of seeing the world human to human not corporation to human or mm-hmm. corporation to corporation human to human human to human transactions human to human uh economics the idea of just coming back to our basic uh wants and needs getting away from a lot of things that were put into our brains by marketers by people selling us goods and things that we didn't even need or really want but we were told you know to have this and have that a lot of illusion that that ultimately a few people benefited from. And most people have lived as, you know, the discontents of, so I say, take this opportunity to really reset, to come back to earth in a sense, put your feet in the earth, connect to nature, remember what really matters in life, you know, which is life itself is what matters, right? Life is what we are here to experience and to be and to cherish and to love and to live, you know, it's, it's oxygen it's trees it's you know it's water it's basic things it's, it's not all this illusion that fantasy that they that they sold us for a long time they really didn't matter so let's come back to uh, to ourselves to the earth let's connect as humans let's transact as humans let's find let's build new economies um, that is not just dominated by corporations but as people wanting to support each other who wanting to to transact with each other Exchange with each other. Uh, I really think that there's an opportunity coming. there's gonna be new economies growing out of this because that old system has come to a stop, and uh, I don't think it's going to go back to normal as people thought of normal because normal was insane. it was a, it was a crazy world before, mm-hmm. very you know sick in many many ways. So I don't think we want to go back to that sickness. But it's like you just got discharged from the mental hospital and you grew up in a mental hospital, so you don't know what normalcy looks like, but you you know, you've been in a mental hospital your whole life. But then you come outside and you're like, wow, this seems strange. This but this is this is just normal. It's like Plato talked about in the cave. You know, you walk out of the cave, you've been in the cave your whole life with puppets and people playing puppets telling you this is real, and shadows on walls telling you that's real. Then you walk out of the cave and you're in, in this world with nature and beauty and glory, and you're like, Whoa! This is strange to me. This is not normal. Actually, it's more normal <laughs> than it was before. Before was not normal. Before the normal was insane.
0: Yeah! Wow, that's amazing. It, it reminded me of my time in the Philippines when I went to visit my relatives in the province because the province has less um, technology or items that are, you know, modern. So I and I remember the feeling of just being in a place where everything is peaceful. And there's no pressure on doing things. It's like even cooking. You used the the fire and wood and that was it. Yeah. And, and there's not a lot of material things that you have to really focus on. And, and, you know, when when they were talking about toilet paper and everything like that, I was like, you know, I was like laughing in myself. like, why would they be so hang up on that <laughs> when people are dying and, and that's the only thing they can think of? It was so weird. Right. But, but I understand what you're saying. And I, I truly appreciate uh, being connected to you, Sean. Uh, If people want to learn more about what you're, you know, what you share in terms of meditation and all the things that you're, um, that you love to help people with, where do they go to?
1: Sure, sure. I mean, I keep my social media pretty active. So I'm on on Twitter and watching Sean. I'm on Facebook, uh, the real Sean Stone, or basically um, that's my Instagram, but my uh, Facebook is my name, Sean Stone on, uh, you know, my fan page. Um, uh, I'm on a YouTube channel, uh, where I, I put out some content and then for the more specific stuff, like I have, uh, the meditation videos people can purchase on, um, on Vimeo. Okay. Uh, you know, they can find Sean Stone on Vimeo and, and they can find my video, my videos or on Patreon, P A T R E O N.com. I'm on Patreon where I have uh, monthly subscriptions. You can subscribe and get the, um, the meditations, and that includes talks. You know, basically, I do some talk and just give reflections on on things that I think are important. And then, you know, have a little meditation session. So again, it's meant to um, it's meant to get people out of uh, the old modality, the old paradigm mm-hmm. that we were living in, and then start to reflect and think differently. That's the way I've always I've always thought differently. I've always seen things a little bit differently. I have, you know, I have an education in history, so I I, I understand cycles, and you know, what we're coming to is now the end of a certain. Cycle of of extreme materialism, okay. and I think there's an opportunity now for us to really awaken to our spiritual self because that's the only thing that's going to live beyond this moment is our our spiritual self, you know, our souls.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, is there going to be a, a future TV show for you?
1: I leave it <laughs> to the future. I leave it to the future. Right now, I'm just uh, you know in in my journey, and uh, you know. It, it, opening i keep myself open to what the future offers
0: okay sounds good well thank you so much for taking this time and i really enjoyed our conversation and hopefully we can connect again or maybe schedule another time for you to be on a call and uh again thank you so much and uh, we'll uh, we'll try and schedule another time okay
1: all right thank you appreciate it all
0: right well you take care sean have an amazing day
1: thank you marie
0: all right